It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, ready to go. And at camps, Brady, uh, it it seems every year when we uh, start doing the live shows from camp, it all starts here in Marine City. And why not? They're probably to date the most storied program that we've had the last 30 years. Well, I'd say by about any metric, that is true. And, well, it is always a great place to start, and it is going to be a fun show today. I mean, football is back. You actually have people with helmets on running around doing some drills, and we're just, what, about two and a half short weeks away from kicking it off uh, on that Thursday night. But I'm excited to talk about this Marine City team, a team that, is going to use last year's struggles, I think, to their, and I use struggles in quotation marks, to their advantage more so with the injury front where a lot of guys that maybe weren't planning on getting playing time last year did, and now they're going to be seasoned coming into what might be their only their sophomore or junior year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the term that we like to use with Marine City, and, and I don't know, like I can't look into the future, but I'm basing it off what I do know, they don't rebuild here. They usually reload. You worry, oh, they lost this guy. What are they going to do? Right. Oh, they lost this guy. What are they going to do? And they always just seem to have guys that come in and do it. Maybe they're not as flashy as some guys were, but solid. And it starts with the way they run their program, and we can get more into this right. uh, later on in, in the show. But they prepare their players to succeed. Absolutely. And, yeah, some people out there going, well, Zach Tetler's gone. He's at Hillsdale. Jeff Heslop's gone. The fact of the matter was they did not play a ton last year, and when they did, they were not 100%. So a lot of the guys that took their spots are starting full-time this year and will get a, an excellent opportunity to, to really shine. But we're going we're to talk to Coach Lutz, and we're going to talk to a few of the players, and it's going to be a really fun time. All right, we'll get it all rolling in a moment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, 
wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, so we're back, and we are in Marine City today, and we want to thank Coach uh, Darren Letson for, like he does every year, letting us stop by and, uh, and open our live shows uh, from Marine City uh, Camp. And, uh, Coach, it's good to be back, and it's good to see you. Yeah, thanks. It's it's great to have you guys out, and I think I've said that the past few years where where we've met or, or you guys went out to practice, it's a uh, it's a fun time of year. You know, there's there's excitement. Um, I don't know how how excited kids get to uh, to know they're they're going back to school in about three mm. and a half weeks or so, and then some before Labor Day. But uh, you know, fall sports. Uh, it seems football in particular, for whatever reason, just creates that. That excitement in communities around the area and and probably communities throughout the state. Um, it, it's good to be back at it, and uh, we're, we're off and running here till uh, till we're done. Hopefully, sometime late November. Well, let's start talking about this team because even talking to you during baseball season, the theme of this team is going to be speed. It seems like you have not just one or two guys that can be burners, but you're going to have half a dozen or so guys that on any play can outrun the the opposing defense and take it to the house. Yeah, I, I believe we've done a done a really good job over the course of probably the last year and a half, maybe two years now, of trying to change uh, how we how we train and, and how we prepare for the season. Obviously, you know the, the game of football has become a sideline to sideline, end zone to end zone type game, and uh, you, you have to have kids that can cover space, that can run, uh, all of those types of things. It's not to say obviously the bench and squat and deadlift aren't important we, we still do our 
our fair share of that that stuff because there's a time and place for it in the game as well. But um, just with the type of athlete we have in our school, uh, it, it was just we we're trying to change things and just find a way to be as explosive as, as possible. And, and to be quite honest with you, uh, our, our kids have have eaten it up and they've they've loved what we did at the beach. Uh, they've, they've spent time out at different facilities working with different speed and explosive trainers and, and hip flexion and all that type of stuff. Uh, and, and as a staff, we're just very excited to see how it, uh, how it transpires here, obviously, come game one against Armada. You know, every year people will, will go, oh, Stuck, what's going on in, in Marine City? They lost this guy. They lost that guy. What are they going to do? And I always kind of say, well, they'll be Marine City. Somebody else will go there. They might not be as good a player, but you guys prepare your guys for success. You teach them the right way to do things. And so you lose a Charles Tiger or a Walker. The next guy just comes in and does his job. Yeah, you know, we've been, we've been fortunate enough to have really good high school football players for a period of time now. Um, Obviously, you know, everyone knows Tetler's graduated now, right? Heslip's graduated. We didn't have a Walker last year. Um, and there was other good players that graduated uh, uh, last year as well. But, you know, it's not an orphanage, right? So right. Part, of, part of what you got to do is, you know, I, I think part of my job as a head coach is, you know, when I look at a roster, I also look at the roster for 2024, the roster for 2025, and you, you try to get kids – um, to fill voids that you're going to have through graduation. That doesn't mean a kid's going to play out of a, a spot based on maybe how much he grows between now and then or whatever, but you always try and have that next kid getting ready, and I think that's what our lower levels have done, and I think that's what our, uh, uh, our youth program has done. Uh, and by keeping that youth program in-house to this point, I think it's really benefited us. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward, but... Uh, I feel we're in a really good spot. You know, we had we had an interesting year last year. I, you know, shoot, we, we still won our conference what for the 23rd year or whatever, and made the playoffs for the 30th time. Uh, and we did that, and, and, and you guys know, and, and not making excuses, but we overcame some pretty interesting injuries, uh, and we had some some youth really play a lot of minutes. I mean, shoot, Paul Musket had 800 yards rushing, I think over 10 touchdowns last year as a sophomore. Um, he's back. Nick Rafino, we bought up as a freshman four games in the season. He ended up being our fourth leading tackler. He's only a sophomore. Parker's back. Lincoln started five games as a freshman. He's a sophomore. He's gonna, he's our guy now for the next three years. So we, we have kids. I mean, Will Steyer and Jeremy Westrick are three-year starters now. So it's, uh, it's not a plug-and-play program, but it's a program where kids are willing to do the work to get themselves ready to play. They, they really are and proud of them, and we'll see how things go. Well, you touched on something I wanted to talk about is last year's adversities with having Tetler go down for a while, Jeff missed some time. Guys that maybe you weren't expecting to play got to play, but now you're going to maybe reap the benefits of that adversity because they got some playing time. Now Lincoln's not going to go in Armada, and it's not going to be his first start. Muscat, like you said, had some big carries. How much is that going to help smooth the transition to where, hey, they go under the lights out in Armada, and they're not awestruck like, wow, so this is what Friday night lights are like? No, I, I, think it, I, I believe it's been great. Um, I could tell right away. We do our camp, one of our camps, uh, the last three half days in June. Uh, we get out like at 10.55, so those last three half days by noon, we're on the field till 2.33, 
And you could tell right then and there just those kids having all those reps that they got last year, how much faster and smoother uh, things things went during camp and, and through seven-on-sevens and, and, and stuff like that. So uh, we're excited. Um, we feel we're prepared. Um, and, uh, you know, we got to have a great couple weeks here leading up to uh, – to, to that game one and obviously the season opener and and uh, you know we're just we're just ready to get going. I don't know how big Armada is going to be, but uh, the last few years they've been a really big football team. Size isn't always the thing here at Marine City, but you guys are usually pretty fast. Is that how you balance it out and how you're able to play the bigger team so yeah. tough? Yeah, I think you have to, right? I mean, a lot of times we can't, I mean, just look at our D-line, right? We can't uh, a lot of times just match up physically and, and, and play into a player. There's some slant stuff. There's some, some you know, some, uh, some, some angles and, and just things that we have to use to utilize our strengths. And I think Coach Friend and the whole defensive staff does a nice job with that. And then offensively, the same thing. We're always searching for uh, for matchups. We we think this year we have a couple again with uh, with Parker and some other guys uh, that that can run. That'll be some matchup problems. But uh, you know, it doesn't really matter how big you are. You still have to play physical. Uh, and Armada will play physical. There's no doubt about that. And and uh, you know, we have to match that physicality as as, as well. And I, I think our kids will be. Uh, ready to 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 match that physically, but you know you go through the course of it. I mean, even St. Clair is going to be physical, right? Uh, Marysville should be should be pretty physical up front there. I know the Kaza kids uh, back the lineman there, and he's really starting to figure it out. Um, Lamphere will be physical, so we have to be ready. And, and obviously Duran at the end of the season, so we have to be prepared for that type of player. You know, taking that on really throughout the, 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 the course of the season. Well, that was something I wanted to ask you about is what you expect from your league because you have been a top, whether it's been the Matt Gold or Max Silver for a while, you win it seemingly a lot more than you don't. What do you expect from the Silver? I know I think Southlake had the coaching change. Lamphere has started to make their program respectable for where a, where a while it was an easier week, not as much anymore. What are you expecting from the Max Silver this year? I, I you really same as last year. I would, I would think it's going to be or similar to last year, a competitive conference. I, I would expect Lamphere to be very competitive again, and um, obviously St. Clair and Marysville, a couple rivals there in, in your conference or division, however you want to word that. Um, I firmly believe they're they're both going to be better. Um, I know St. Clair, at least I believe St. Clair had a lot of youth last year up front, mm-hmm. so those kids with another year of growth. Um, you know, and South Lake is is uh, to me a wild card because you don't know what the with the coaching change, but you know they'll be athletic. Right. Uh, you know they'll be able to run, and they'll probably spread you all over the place and and throw it around a little bit. So it should it it should be a fun uh, a fun conference division to to keep an eye on. Uh, every team's got got kids or has kids, and it's just uh, you know what team that night can figure out how to you know use those kids the best. And and obviously I. I think the game of football has come down to explosive plays. Mm-hmm. Who makes explosive plays and, and who can prevent explosive plays? I like your schedule because it does present different challenges for you guys and different game plans because you see a little bit of everything. You yeah. see teams that run it similar to what you run, and you'll see teams that will spread it out and work from there. Yeah, I think it's a good, I think it's a good balanced schedule. Um, it, I, I think it does a lot to prepare you to, to have an opportunity to do something in the playoffs because you see – a variety of football, right? You're going to see Armada, who's just going to, you know, they'll play action, this and that. But you know, Coach Raleigh, I'll tell you, they're going to try and and run it and right. just wear you down There's physically. No, they're There's not going to try and yeah. surprise you just, or, or yeah. trick you. They they say we're running it here. Stop us, right? And then you have, 
you know, you have Lanfear who'll be a little bit of spread with their athletes, and then you have Duran who'll be too tight T and South Lake that spread, and St. Clair and Marysville I think will sprinkle in a little bit of a little bit of everything. So I, I believe it's a good balanced schedule, and you know, we're 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 going to be ready to play it, and uh, and it's fun to be, be that time of year. Last question from me, at least. Last year the opener was a thriller. You came out on the wrong side of it against Armada. Thought you might get the rematch in the playoffs. Didn't work out that way. I have to imagine there's not a lot of motivating uh, for, for week one going to Armada trying to return the favor. Yeah, you know, it, it'd be fun. It should be a great environment. We're doing the Friday uh, JV before us, and then we'll play at 7, right, or whenever that JV game gets done. I think that creates a really good environment to sort of kick things off for both uh, both communities. Um, I give Coach Raleigh a ton of credit. He's done a really nice job in the short period of time He's he's been there. He's got those kids believing, which – Right, you get a team or a group of kids to believe in something uh, that just gives you more fight and more more of a will. So he's done a a really nice job there. And yeah, we're excited. I don't know that it's a uh, it's I don't get into the revenge stuff a whole lot because it's it's not like we don't have the same team. He don't have the same team. Um, could you say maybe it's a budding rivalry? I don't know. I guess it could be. Right. Let's let's see how this one plays out and let's see how the schedules match up in the next few years and then be in the same division, Division 5, we could always see each other in the playoffs. So it could be a, a little bit of another budding rivalry for, right. the, for the area to have. And, shoot, that would be great. Well, Coach, uh, we, want, again, want to thank you for letting us come out and kind of interrupt the day for you. Uh, day one, though, for me it goes fast. How fast do these next couple of weeks uh, go for you? And do you find yourself sitting there on a Friday going, boy, I wish I had another couple of days to prepare for this? Or are you like, by Monday going, why aren't we playing today? <laughs> no, I, I think you always wish you had more time, but, uh, you know, when you put your practice plans together, you just try and maximize, you know, the minutes you have at practice. And I, I think the one thing we do a really good job of, and I go back before me, I just think we've, we've tried to speed up practice and make practice more like game tempo so when you have those moments in a game uh it, it's not a panic situation we try and make the games the game seem slow with the tempo we practice at so hopefully things work out um if not i'm sure i'll be the first to hear about it and then we'll uh, <laughs> we'll have to reevaluate from there well coach good luck uh well if nothing else i'll see you that friday night what the 25th 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 in armada that i think that'll be a fun one i'd imagine you have to get there pretty early for that game i i would think i'd like to hope because i think we're the only two schools playing in the area on that friday so i'd like to think other schools would come out and watch us play that are maybe playing us in the future or Armada right. play who are playing Armada in the future so it and should if, be a good venue and if it's anything like last year it'll be a fun one at least for me <laughs> All right. Uh, again, thanks, Coach. There's Darren Letson, and we'll be back with more in a moment. Thanks, guys. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448 and like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady joined now by Parker Atkinson. Parker, don't take this the wrong way, but I feel like you have been playing sports at Marine City for the past seven years. And you still, like, have more time. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> like, well, what's going on? It does. It just, like, I, I know b- because you started as a freshman playing varsity sports, that's mm-hmm. why it feels like you've been doing it for so long. But you yeah. got to feel like the grizzled veteran. And I'm looking at you, and you don't look a day over 15. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. So coming out here day one of camp, I mean, 
Just how excited are you for this season? We were talking before we went on the air. You get cooped up in the weight room. You can only do so much moving weights and running sprints, whether change the scenery or not. How good does it feel to be out here ready to play or at least get ready to play some football? Oh, it's awesome. Uh, all the guys are amped up, ready to go, excited. Uh, we've been waiting to get out here for pretty much the week after uh, we lost to Hamity last year in the district. Uh, we've been ready for this day. A lot of excitement out here, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun here. You know, I, I saw the Hamity game, and I don't want to start on a bad <laughs> note, but you brought it up. Was that game on the field as chaotic as it seemed from up top watching it? I mean, their their quarterback was running around, total chaos. They kept, it seemed, running the same play, and I kept waiting for you guys to, to stop it, but you just couldn't. Yeah, it was pretty chaotic. You know, the, uh, if you remember, the, the weather was just horrible that game. The wind was blowing 30 miles an hour. I think it was raining a little bit, so we couldn't throw it as much as we wanted. Um, obviously, their quarterback was, uh, was a great athlete, and he was running around. Uh, hard to contain a crazy athlete like that. And then they have their, uh, well, they seem like 250-pound running back who mm. he was hard to go down. Um, definitely flustered us a little bit, but, you know, we're going to be ready this year if we uh, pull him again. You know, it says something about a program where you lose in the second round of the playoffs and everyone kind of looks around and goes, oh, that's it. What does it mean to be a part of this program, played in a state championship game? What's it mean to wear the orange and black and, and run out on East China Field every Friday? Oh, it's awesome. Uh, I, when I, I was a water boy growing up for the team in uh, 2013 when we made the state championship, and that was kind of my whole goal to get back there. And then when we did, played, uh, that was awesome. And then... You can't take it for granted, though. Like with a program like this, we always make deep runs in the playoffs. You got you can't take it for granted. Like losing last year, we're all like kind of like, dang, that's it. But yeah, like it's not supposed to end right here. Right. Yeah. Like for us, you know, that was kind of disappointing for us. We weren't. Our expectations are going to way farther than that, and we're held to, held to a way higher standard. So that was a little disappointing, a little frustrating, but a lot of that led to a lot of motivation in the off season to get ready for this season. All right. So for a long time here. Jeff Heslip has been the guy slinging the rock to you. Lincoln got to play, though, about half of the season yeah. last oh, yeah. year. What's your relationship with uh, with him? Because I know you're you're a threat, you're a target when he drops back to pass. Yeah, um, obviously it helped last year him uh, playing a bunch of games when uh, Jeff got got hurt. But he uh, he's a really humble kid, and he's, he works pretty hard. So in the offseason, we did a lot of throwing. Uh, just getting that connection down because obviously me and Jeff threw for two years and our connection was really, really good. So kind of trying to build the same thing, just pick up right where we left off last year. Um, he's gotten a lot stronger, a lot faster. The arm strength's like gotten way better from last year. So, And he's worked so hard in the weight room. He's He's come a long way. You're going to be the guy that everyone circles with the red marker on the scouting report. Years past, I mean, it helped that you had Zach Tetler there. Oh, yeah. They had to worry about even Jeff. Now you're the guy that they're saying, we need to stop him. How are you looking to take on that challenge and be basically the number one option for the offense? You know, I'm ready to take it on, but I think, you know, if teams put all their focus on me, we got a few other playmakers that you put too much focus on one person, we got plenty of other guys that'll that'll burn you. So that'll be exciting. If, uh, if teams focus key in on me, we got other guys that are going to pound it right down the middle. You try to double team me outside, we'll pound it right up the middle. So, and then if they focus on them, then they throw it back out there to me. But we got plenty of other guys that can uh, do some damage for us. 
A lot of big rivalry games on the Marine City uh, schedule. The obvious ones, St. Clair, Marysville. But week one is Armada, and if last year's any indication, maybe there's a little rivalry forming here yeah. between these two schools. Yeah, for sure. Um, last year, obviously, it didn't go the, the way we wanted. Uh, we were hoping to get them again in the playoffs for a little revenge, but knowing that we get them this year, you know, makes it a little better. We're hoping to uh, obviously uh, flip the script and uh, get on top of them early, so... That's what we're preparing for. All all winter, we were like, we gotta. This is this is the kind of the game we gotta go after here. This is, I think, the biggest game on our schedule is the week one. So, I think we beat them. We got a good shot to run the table and make a nice little run. What is the identity of this Marine City team going to be? Everyone knows that the program's strong, but every team's a little different. What's the 2023 Mariners? What's their identity going to be? What are they going to be known for in in three four months? I think this team's. Um, just a really, really close team. Like we're all, we all grew up together. Like this is one of the more closer, like together teams that we've had. So I think on the field, like trust and communication is going to be really well. I think we're going to move really quick and be really fluent out there. Just having the trust in, uh, in each other, that's going to help us a lot. Um, and obviously in the past years, having like Zach and a Charles to kind of like be the main guys. Right. Like this year we don't have really have a guy like that like so it's kind of going to be more of a team effort you're not going to see a lot out of this one guy i know you play other sports here why is football king why is, does everybody draw to to football and you guys really sell out for it um it's just been a tradition we started 40 years ago um just everyone loves it and everyone's just really bought into it and you know this is kind of coach says that's the only sport you really can't play after high school like you can play in a beer league softball game you can go play pickup basketball you can run on a track your whole life but you can't really put the pads on after high school unless you go play at the next level so take it really seriously here and you know I think it's it's more of not letting down the previous the previous uh, teams in the previous years previous players like we got to keep on the tradition and keep going and obviously we have really good other programs like our baseball team just won a district won our third straight league championship in track so you know, there's a lot of other good programs here, but this is kind of the kind of the top of the school. Well, I appreciate you coming out. By the way, Parker rocking jean shorts for the first day of practice. <laughs> yeah, oh that yeah. is, I, I enjoy that look. You got a, you only got a few other teammates to yeah, buy oh yeah. in. Trying to trying to bring a little extra excitement, a little morale. There's a lot of young, nervous guys out here trying to calm them down, calm the nerves. So, kind of when they see an older older veteran, kind of relax, cool, you can lighten them up a little bit. Well, I like the look. That's <laughs> good stuff. It. Parker, uh, stay healthy and yep. good luck this year. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now uh, Paul Muscat will uh, join us on the uh, program, uh, Brady. And here's a guy that maybe wasn't expecting to get uh, 800 yards rushing last season and score <laughs> 10 touchdowns because Zach Tetler was on the team and he was going to get all those carries. But Zach got hurt and Paul had to fill in, and I think that's going to pay dividends this season when you're one of the guys that they are expecting to get that many uh, carries. So how did last year kind of help you? Well, it helps a ton. I mean, obviously last year I got a pretty solid amount of reps, and just having that experience helps me bring in uh, a lot of confidence with me this year. So Last year, I mean, you have a guy like Zach Tetler in front of you. You're probably not expecting to ever be the bell cow that year. You're, you're waiting in line. He has some injury problems you stepped to the forefront. What was that process like, and how long did it take you to acclimate to the varsity game and being the guy that everyone looks at, and they go, hey, next man up, and you were the guy up? Mm -hmm. Well, I knew 
coming into the season that I was I wasn't going to start. I wasn't going to be right up in the front. Right. So I knew I had to be ready if I did get an opportunity. So I prepared. I was I was ready. I had I knew everything. So uh, by the by, probably by my by probably week four, week five, I was ready to go. I think I was like ready 100%. I was super confident. I knew everything. I've been covering the Mariners. I'm old. I've been covering <laughs> the Mariners about 30 years. And every year they've got backs that run through holes and get a lot of yards, and there's a lot of speed. Is the offensive scheme that good? Do they open holes that big for you guys to run through, or is there really something in the water that makes you guys so fast? <laughs> no, it's it's all the O-line. The O-line's amazing. They always have giant gaps, giant holes for us to run through. We just have to go in the right hole. So. Well, and Dennis mentioned how everyone always – there's always good backs, and it seems like every couple of years it's, oh, they lost Anthony's Carcelli. Who's going to be the next guy? Oh, they lost Jarrett Matheson. Who's going to be the next guy? They lost Charles Tyre, and there's always a next guy. It seems like you're one of the guys that's trying to take that step and be that next guy. What's that process been like where now you are the one they're going to be relying on in the backfield, hoping for a big season? Well, I'm ready. I mean, I, I put in lots of effort and time during the winter and the spring. And uh, I just knew I was. I had to be ready. I had to be here. So. Uh, Lincoln got a lot of reps last year, kind of like you. Mm-hmm. Jeff Heslop had an injury, and Lincoln played about half the games. So that's going to help him too. What's that like in the backfield with him? How is he different from getting the ball from Jeff Heslop? I'm excited. I know Lincoln's going to be really good. He's been in a lot of work. I'm excited to see what he can do because he's a, he's a different player than Jeff. Not a bad different, not a good different. It's just different. And I'm ready to see what he can do. Well, it doesn't matter who we talk to. It seems like you guys always reference the time in the winter, the time in the spring. And that always seems to be the mark of a program is, hey, you go to the weight room in mid-March, how many people are in there working out? Is it just a player-led buy-in where if someone's not there, you or Parker, someone's dragging them there? What's that atmosphere like in the offseason? Oh, yeah. we're, always, we're always holding everybody accountable. Everybody is... Like if, if somebody's not there, we're mentioning their name, we're texting them after, we're calling them, we're making sure everybody's there, getting their work in. So it's kind of peer pressure, but in a good way because you're trying to get something positive mm-hmm. done here. Exactly. Uh, Parker kind of touched on it that why is Marine City good every year? There's a little bit of pressure on you guys to keep the legacy going. Like the guys from the past let you know how good they were <laughs> and they want to hear how good you are. Right. Oh, I know... Um, there's lots of pressure. I mean, obviously the program's been very successful for a lot of years, but we have a really good thing going. The coaches really set it up for us, and we just have to do our jobs. What does it mean to be part of that legacy and that tradition to know that you are part of one of the premier programs, not just in the area, but you go around the, the state. The one team they always know from this area is Marine City. What's that mean to you to be a part of that? It's huge. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that I've worked with or like some older guys that I know, they all graduated here. They uh, played football. They always ask how the team's going to be. And I just look forward to, uh, when I, after I graduate, watching the games and talking to the players and being able to tell people that I was part of the legacy. All right. Week one, it's Armada. You go to their place. Uh, this was a great game last year. Why will it be a great game this year? Both teams have a lot of returning players. I mean, we both have lots of experience. Uh, lots, there's going to be both really solid running teams. So I'm excited to see what the battle is going to be like. Well, I asked Parker this. I'll ask you. 
What's the identity of this team going to be? What is this team going to be known for by the season's end? Oh, I think we're, I think we're just going to be explosive on the offensive end. I think we're going to come out and we're going to show people that I mean, we can do a lot. There's going to be a lot that we're going to do, and it's not just a solid one specific thing that we dominate. I think we're going to be very good in everything. Awesome. Great job. You did a great job. Yes, we appreciate uh, it. it. Right now it's between you and Parker for MVP of the show at least. <laughs> but uh, we'll see what's coming up next because I think we're going to get Lincoln. So uh, we'll take a, a break here, and then we'll be back with uh, more Mariners on uh, the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Thank you, guys. All right, joined now by uh, Lincoln uh, Osterlin, who will be the quarterback this year, we think full-time. <laughs> uh, an injury kind of Got him a lot of playing time last year. Lincoln, how is last year going to help you this year? Um, it's going to prepare me. I'm going to know a lot more than if I didn't play, and I think I should be good. have to be honest, it's probably a little at least shocking when you're a freshman and you have to step in for a guy who's a three-year starter under the lights and be expected to perform. What was that like when you knew Jeff was down and you had to come in and not just play a little bit but start some games on Friday nights? Um, I was definitely surprised, and I just had to uh, overcome it, and the whole team helped me right. and help understand the plays if I didn't know them. Well, you mentioned that Jeff kind of helped you from the sideline. What was it like to have the backing of a senior leader, a captain, a guy who's been there to – ease you into that transition um it was nice he really knew the whole offense and if i had any problems he would help me with it yeah it's not as simple as okay i'm just going to turn around and hand the ball to zach tetler or paul muscat there's a lot more yeah. to it than that how difficult is it to to learn all that and absorb all that um it was definitely hard at the start but once i knew like the basic offense it was pretty easy so you take that adversity of being thrown to the wolves last year. You've had a full offseason. You're only a sophomore. How confident do you feel coming in that you've had playing time and you're not go it's not going to be your first time on the on Friday night lights when you go out on the 25th against Armada? How has last year helped you prepare for this year and what's the start of the season going to look like for you? Um it's going to look pretty good. I pretty confident in our team and I think we're going to go to Armada and beat them. All right, uh, let, let's kind of talk about the other big games on the schedule, too, because there are a few. Yeah. You, you play somebody called St. Clair, and you play somebody called Marysville, and I know it's still a big deal for you guys. Um, the St. Clair game will definitely be ecstatic, and there's going to be a lot of people there, and I'm just going to have to calm my nerves and stay focused. So as the quarterback, you're looked to as one of the leaders of the team. How have you taken that role because – Traditionally, I guess, sophomores usually aren't ones that people look to to lead, but you're, you're the quarterback. You're the one manning the offense. How have you stepped up and tried to take a leadership role on this team? Um, trying to just have a say in everything and help lead the younger guys and also the people in my grade to help them learn the offense like Jeff did. Um, it's kind of an all-year thing for you, so I'm going to assume as soon as last season ended, even though – you, you've got a whole school year in front of you, and you're doing other things, I'm sure. But football, what are you doing to prepare from the time last season ended to now? Um, of course, we were all we were in the weight room the whole time, and uh, 
we had this thing called Dawn Patrol, which was before school, and then we had film sessions, and then the whole summer we were working and getting better. So putting all that work in, both Parker and Paul had talked about the tradition. What's it mean to be a part of this tradition at Marine City and wear the orange and black? Um, the tradition is like we're expected to be good, mm -hmm. and we have to put in the work to all be good every other year. All right, let's just have some, some fun now in the perfect Lincoln world. Do you drop back and throw 50 times a game, or you just turn around and hand off and, and not worry about it? A little bit of both, and mostly <laughs> I hand it off. Or I like rolling out a lot. but You have to convince Coach Letson to try to sling it a little more than maybe you'd like yeah. have to say, hey, hey, let me, let me air it out a little bit. Yeah. I know what Jeff a couple years ago said, they could go four or five wide and just trying to get him to, to maybe spread it out a bit. But <laughs> I think you, you might get a little more of that because you have some speed to guys you're throwing to this year that, hey, you might only have to throw it four or five yards downfield. They go 60 more yards. Your stat line's looking great. Yeah, Parker's definitely going to help with that. Are there guys that you watch, uh, pro guys, college guys? Who's a quarterback that you like? Do you model after anybody? Um, I wouldn't say model after anybody, but I, of course, I love Tom Brady because he went to Michigan and he's all the all-time great. That that is pretty good guy to model yourself yeah. after. Dennis, you you have anything else for for QB one here? I just want to say, stay healthy and have a great season. Thanks. Yep. Good luck, and we'll, we'll see you on the twenty-fifth. All right, there's Lincoln Osterlin. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. And as the uh, song, The Final Countdown, plays in the background, I like the music. It's been a nice little effect here. They got the speaker out here on the day one of camp at Marine City. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton. Uh, Brady... Thoughts on the Mariners? Well, you know they're going to be good. That's not the question. The question is going to be how good and what is the makeup going to be like? And from the sounds of it and talking with the three players and Coach Letson and everyone else around camp is that they're going to have speed. And the one thing I know what they're going to do is they're going to find a way to scheme them and put them in the best positions possible. And speed kills. I talked about with a lot of coaches how the, the, the size is a non-negotiable. Speed is a non-negotiable as well. You get a guy in space, you can maybe scheme around a team that's not the biggest in size. And I think Marine City will admit they don't have any giant six foot five maulers up front. But they're going to find a way to get the ball in the hands of their playmakers, and the playmakers are going to make plays. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really not concerned about their offense They'll find ways to score. They'll have guys that will make. There's too big much talent for them plays. not to. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, and and even if they're not as big on the offensive line as the other team's defensive line, they'll figure it out. the 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 question will be, how will they do defensively? Because we have seen this in the past with Marine City. Ben, but don't break might right. be the philosophy uh, this year, and they might give up some points to some teams, but they always find the way to make the stop when the stop has to be made or to get the turnover when they right. need to get a turnover. Well, Coach Letson mentioned making explosive plays, and most people think of offense long touchdowns. A lot of football has been making explosive plays on defense that it's harder to make stops, especially when you're playing teams at the same talent level. I mean, there's a few teams on Marine City's schedule not even worried about. But, yeah, an explosive play is a sack to, or, or even drawing a holding penalty, a big TFL. If you get a team in second and 14, third and long, it's going to make your life a lot easier. And, yeah, you can let them go four or five yards at a time because then they're going to have to have a 15 to 16 play drive. You get one negative play that throws a team off rhythm. But you're right. I do think the defense, and you know Coach Frent's going to have some 
tricks up his sleeve. I mean, there have been very successful Marine City teams where you look and you don't see just talent, like college talent all across the board. And really in this run, there have only been a few exceptions. They've just been really good high school players. It's not like they have this swath of guys that have gone on to play D1 football. They make use of what they have and make them really talented. Well, we, we talked about this. Uh, they, they coach them to success. Um, they teach them good technique. Um, you, you never look at a Marine City kid and go, oh, he doesn't have a clue what he's doing right out there. They're well coached. Um, the kids seem to absorb it. Um, you know, the, they usually tackle very well. Again, very. very the, these are things that you come back from a Marine City game shocked if they don't tackle well. Right. If they don't make certain plays. If they don't execute a certain uh, way. And and that comes from the system that they run and, and the way that they teach it. Right. Right on up. Um, it's not like at the younger stages. I don't think it's really about wins and losses. It's about doing it no. the right way. Well, look at the JV and, fr- and when they had freshman freshman records, they were never nine and zero throughout the entire program. But it, it prepared them for the varsity level. And when the var- varsity level came, they've obviously had a ton of success. Yeah, because when you're doing it the the right way, when you get to varsity, it will uh, equate into uh, success because. There will be, for for every guy that's just an okay guy, he'll have a really good guy with him, too, to well, help him along the and way. And that's part of why they're successful is, yes, they always seem to have stars. They always seem to have guys that are front-of-the-page guys that make the highlights. But they fill in the gaps really nicely, and they always have solid role players. They're never hiding someone out there. They always seem to have someone there. And there are going to be a lot of new faces. Obviously, Parker Atkinson, he's going to be expected to be a big part. He'll be humble and say he's got a lot of guys, but he's going to be the one that circled on the scouting report. He's got the speed. I mean, he's been doing it since his sophomore year in big playoff games. So he's going to be one of the focal points, but they're going to have other guys there as well. All right, we're going to do one final thing before we wrap things up here from camp. We'll talk a little bit more in depth about the Mariners on the defensive side of the ball because we're going to bring in Coach uh, Dave Frent as soon as he uh, exhales, mentally prepares himself for the Stucky and Beaton assault. Here you go, Coach. I know you you just got – it's been a pretty high-intensity practice over there. You guys are always flying around, yourself included. We, well, we like to go fast. I think it's good for us as coaches and uh, good for the kids, too. Like, I don't think anyone wants to be out here for all day, so we like, we're like we limited to the time we have, and we want to get stuff done. So we try to go fast. Well, let's get right into it. Yeah. We were just talking. Marine City is not always – you don't always look on the sideline and go, wow, those kids are all giants. Yeah. And you have just this swath of size. But you somehow always make it work defensively, offensively, what is it that, that – what's the secret sauce to maybe get undersized guys and still have a really good defense? Well, I think the first thing, just the clientele we deal with, we have tough kids. I know that we have tough kids at Marine City, always have. And so if we're a little undersized, we, we seem to balance it out by our toughness. They just – they come in tough as nails. That, that helps. 
Uh, and then we, as coaches, we just try to kind of work to our strength. So if we're, um, you know, we're not the biggest, but a lot of times we're quick and a lot of times right. we're fast. So we try to put more speed on the field and, uh, and then do things with our schemes that would play to those strengths. You know, we were just talking about that uh, too. Even if you don't have the, the most talent in the world, uh, you teach them to do things the right way, and that cuts down on a lot of mistakes. If you teach a kid the, the right way to tackle and the right technique, and they're doing it all the time, they're going to look pretty good. Yeah, we, I was just talking with some of the guys earlier. It's about um, creating positive habits and good habits and uh, doing things right. And then it becomes a habit, and you do things right the whole time. And, and I, I don't think, you know, you guys are alluding to it a little bit. I, I, I wouldn't say by any means if you look at our group and said this is the most talented team we've ever had. It's not. Uh, but we have a bunch of really good kids and a bunch of really tough kids that have been putting in the time, and uh, they've their knowledge is is, is there and uh, their buy-in is there. So that's the other thing. When they all buy in, uh, it's easier to teach them those things because you know they're going to retain it. Well, absolutely. And I was just talking to Dennis how for the run you've had, you look at other programs with similar runs, and here's this Big Ten athlete and this D, and you've yeah. had a few come through. Yeah. But for the success you've had, you've made a lot of really good high school football players. And that seems to just always be constant. The other thing we talked about, I think we talked about it with Parker, every two years it's, oh, you're losing Anthony Scarcelli, how do you replace him? Oh, you lost Jared Matson, how do you replace him? And you just find a way to replace him. And I think it goes back to the toughness and the buy-in of the kids in the offseason. Yeah, and that was probably set in stone, you know, back with Coach Suskevich and Coach Scarcelli and Coach Glodis all through the through, through the ranks, and uh, you know, because now it's just a, it's a well well oiled machine, and we just keep plugging away at it, and that's kind of what helps us as the system does well. And I think just having that uh, the idea that you're going to be successful, um, and having that mindset is a big thing too. Because I think you know, last year we went at eight and three, we won a league title, um, but a lot of programs would have killed for that season, right? And for us. We kind of we're all ticked off, and so we've got we're hungry. We feel like we got th things to prove, and I think the kids feel that way, the coaches feel that way, and so that again is coming from 30 years of being successful. That now you're like, all right, eight and three is not good enough. Where most programs would would die for that. Let's uh, one one name that kind of popped up. Coach Letson uh, mentioned Anthony Rafino, uh, and, and he might be that dynamic kid for you. Nick Rafino. So it'd be Nick Rafino. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony graduated yeah, last Anthony year. Graduated. Uh, and so his little brother, yeah, I think uh, we're really excited for him because um, we brought him up midway through the season last year as a ninth grader. And uh, I think he was week five he came up. Week five or six. So he only played half the season. He still ended up like fourth on the team in tackles for only playing half a season as a ninth grader. So now uh, as a tenth grader, he just has a, a nose for the football. He's quick. He's tough. And he's that, that Marine City build. He's a short, stocky kid right. that just is like a fire hydrant. And uh, But he really likes to, to really likes contact, really likes to hit. And we think we can move him around some different positions to make us uh, to help us be successful. Well, how happy are you that you're just back out on the football field? You're bouncing around. Uh, yeah. And, and you're, you're in your happy place right now. I am. It's weird. You know, if you see me in the summer, I, I'm a chill-out guy. Like, I just I don't really want to do a whole lot and I just want to roll but then when it comes time to work I'm ready to go so 
Uh, I, I was excited last week getting ready for, for to start practices. You do all these other things. You got the seven on sevens and the workouts and stuff and some camps, but well, I'm sure it's not the same as right now. Guy, you, you get enough of seven on sevens. You go, all right, let's let let's see someone run a crossing route with some pads on. Let's see you do all that. Yeah, well, exactly. Like it's good for us. You work on our coverages and you work on playing the ball. But you know, again, the other thing is how many times are you going to be able to release all five guys right. every single play? Like right. eventually, we'd send seven and. You're gonna to have to keep a guy in, yes. you know. But uh, so you get sick of them. But it is good work for us. And I honestly, I, I we we made a lot of progress from our first one. We were horrible. And then by the time we had our last one, I was like, all right, we're, we've got some things here. We, we can be pretty good. No, uh, I talked a little bit about this with uh, with Darren. The the schedule is set up where you get a lot of challenges. You'll see mm-hmm. teams that'll run similar offense to what you do, mm-hmm. and that'll be run first. You'll see teams that will spread it out. You'll see teams that'll spread it out and throw, and you'll see teams that'll spread it out and run from it. Yeah. So you see a little bit of everything. Yeah, and I love the way our schedule set up, and, and that's I guess I just love uh, coaching defense for that reason because. I always look at it and say, when you're coaching offense, you know, you're running your plays every week, and you make some adjustments, but you're running your plays. Defense, it's a new animal every week. You know, we're going to play uh, Armada, and then the next week we'll have a spread team. You know, Armada's going to be power, run it down your throat, and then we got a spread team. And then you got Marysville or St. Clair. You know, so you got all these different offenses. That, to me, keeps it fun and interesting, and it keeps it going fast because you, you don't get bored because you got the same – you got something different coming each week. And so I like that. And uh, and I just think we see – we're going to see a, a great speed. We're going to see great athleticism. We're going to see physicality and power. We're going to see, you know, uh, a little mixtures of both of those. And I think our schedule's set up really well for that. Well, one thing I, I know noticed that all the three kids we talked to, Lincoln, uh, Parker, and Paul, all had the same responses talking about, hey, have to put the work in in the offseason, have to make sure everyone's there. And as a coach, has to make your life easier when you're not the one chasing guys down, yelling at them, that you just go, hey, take care of it, and and you get your guys there. Yeah, absolutely. I I think some of that is, again – as the program gets rolling, uh, that's passed down from the older guys. They left their legacy, and then the younger guys, you know, Paul uh, you know, and, and Parker, they were younger guys on varsity. You know, right. So then all of a sudden they come up, and uh, they see what the older guys did, and they see the work they put in, and they're like, all right, now it's my turn to do that. So uh, it's, it's kind of cool to see how that goes from, from team to team and generation to generation that, you know, they see, okay, these seniors and juniors did that, and they had this success. we gotta, we got to keep doing that. we got to buy in. Yeah, you, you want to know how to be good and to sustain it for as long as Marine City has done. Uh, one of the, the guys said, yeah, I was a ball boy in the 13, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and that was really cool. And, and I don't know if it's said or it's unsaid, but from each team, the kids seem to figure it out, like, we got to win because if we don't, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. we're going to hear about. It. Parker yeah. said there would be. There's pressure to keep keep it going. Yeah, I think they and I think they put. I don't think we try to put that pressure on them. I think sometimes they put the pressure on them. Like uh, the trailer back there, it's getting repainted, but it usually has you know all the playoff years and all that stuff. So they look at that and say, well, where, where'd my year end up? You know, so they they do have that pressure. They don't want to be a team that that you know let us down and and let let themselves down and get you know not make a run in the playoffs and things like that. And uh, so yeah, they they have that pressure to be as successful as the years past i guess my final question i asked all the kids this what's the identity of the marine city defense going to be this year you know i don't know i think uh i think 
I, I think will be pretty quick. Uh, I, I think I, I would like us to be aggressive and fast and uh, just a defense that swarms to the football. Um, and I think that's kind of what we try to be every year, you know, try to get 11 guys to the ball and be as fast as we can, think fast, play fast, and uh, and we want to be physical. I mean, if, if you, you can be a physical, aggressive, fast defense, then uh, that's that's really you got things going in the right direction and i just want to ask did you have a good summer <laughs> i did i had a great summer i got to do some things uh last year i got a bike accident and then i really couldn't do anything i couldn't go on bike rides i couldn't golf you know so this year i was able to do those things and uh yeah it was a great summer all right well time to stop having fun and start <laughs> no, this is where work. this fun starts yeah. <laughs> this is fun starts here it gets even more fun this is great so. all right good stuff dave friend uh as always Good luck. And yeah, have a thank great you guys season. as always. We love this, and I know all the players listen, and they they, they hang on your every word, and <laughs> they they love it. And I think it's just such a great thing that you guys do for the kids around the whole entire area. So it's Beats awesome. Working. Beats working. Yeah, and I right know on. coach is already using us for bolt and board material. <laughs> 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 well, that's that's good. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks, well, thanks a lot, for having coach. me, guys. Yep. Appreciate it. All right, Brady. Uh, you got any final thoughts that you want to put on this? Nope. We can uh, we can send her home. All right, uh, we'll be to uh, St. Clair later in the uh, week and also Marysville this week. So the fun is uh, already underway here on Get Stuck on Sports for Football. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.